What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. This is my favorite part of the show where two people I've been friends with for years watch me do something sincere. And <laughs> I rambled through it today. We are joined uh, and we have a script written for a maybe the most famous thing we've ever done on the show. Maybe the most famous movie franchise it's up there. Uh, we are joined by the co-host of A Great Listening Experience with Joe Zimmerman, a podcast where Joe Zimmerman, another wonderful comedian, goes on an infinite quest for knowledge and power and is joined by his lovely assi- – uh, he's getting assistance from his butler on this podcast, Tom Cowell. Hi. Yes, I'm the butler. Hello. Yes. And so I wanted you to explain it a little bit better than I did. I, I think I gave a byline good, but give me like an example. What does Joe learn? You gave a byline very good, Kyle. I gave uh, that byline good. Joe Zimmerman is a h- hello audience, by the way. Um, Joe Zimmerman is a hilarious comedian, but he lacks knowledge in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to gain infinite knowledge, like a hero in a movie or a book. And we're slowly, episode by episode, just knocking off areas of knowledge that he's ignorant of. So we're just slowly What's filling in the What's something you think gaps. he made st- real strides in in an episode? Uh, recently, he read The Denial of Death. <laughs> Great, <laughs> which is a, a Jungian text about dealing with one's own mortality. Uh, so he's nailed that. Right. He's not denying death anymore. There's That's an example. Good. That's good that he, until that podcast came out, thought he would never die. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, he's wrestling with it. Dealing with it well, frankly. Uh, <laughs> he is. He fled to Sunnyvale, California for the weekend, uh, where he, everyone thinks they will never die. Absolutely. He bought a Corvette. And Tom, Tom, you have written in for us, and you have never seen any movie from the Harry Potter franchise. That is correct. I've never seen a single film. I've never read a single one of the books. I am ignorant 
almost entirely of Harry Potter verse. Yeah, here you are faking an accent, mocking them <laughs> constantly. I'm actually from Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and before we get too far into it, we're also joined by a co-host of the Good, the Dead, and the Ugly podcast, a podcast where three fine young gentlemen have a different female guest on every week, and she helps them become better men. This is Casey James Salango, everybody. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Twitterverse, good, good to be here. I'm Twitterverse. Casey <laughs> Quixotic Butler. You said Quixotic earlier, Tom. I did, what is, you, what I does that to, mean? Um, it means a kind of a combination of unique and eccentric. Mm-hmm. Very uh, hard to is, classify. Like Don what Quixote? <laughs> what does eccentric mean? <laughs> what does mean mean? <laughs> yeah, right, what, what's a, what does example mean? Can you give Damn. me a thing <laughs> that describes what example means? <laughs> Can you give me a thing in the bucket? <laughs> Your podcast sounds like such a good idea. I'm so jealous. I'm like, damn, I wish that was my podcast. Yeah, I really wish I didn't spend the whole beginning. Like, I wish it. I didn't spend the whole beginning of the podcast giving people better things to do. That's so much. That's so good. <laughs> well, that's very kind of both of you. And here's the thing: in the fourth act of the show, we're always looking for an expert to okay. fill in Joe's blank spaces, and we need both of you. You know my one thing I know about. Oh, uh, wrestling! <laughs> yeah, I, wish, I wish you couldn't guess it immediately. You know what was incredible? Is it, I thought uh, for my some, second guess was meth. I thought it was going to be <laughs> chewing. Chewing? Yeah, that's my. I do it every day. Uh, Put it down in so, and out. So, Tom, before we get too far, so Casey, what's your? What do you? Oh, we'll get to Casey actually because I know your specific Harry Potter expertise that you do have. Thank you. You have some real life job experience mm, in the Harry Potter I'm, universe, I'm, HBU. Uh, Tom, you are from England, correct? J.K. Rowling is also from England, correct? Well, give me a geography lowdown. Do you know where she's from? I can pull it up if you want. Uh, the the bottom bit, I think. <laughs> That's my uh, like the part. bottom half. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so she Going is from uh, Yate. Huh? Ugh, trash. That doesn't sound like a place. Uh, it is a commuter town and civil parish in South Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. South Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. Okay, I think, so I think we're talking about two different places. She's kind of from the middle bit. <laughs> she's kind of from the middle bit. Um, so this is, but she is one of the ten most famous English people in the world. Yeah, probably. You got the Queen. You've got um, a couple of footballers. Uh, and I don't mean to just immediately be projecting because of the the the, the kinship of an, of a fellow country person, but it's such. Harry Potter is the, one of the biggest things ever yes it is very very big and it's very big in the uk did but they I... translate them to whatever uh language you guys have there no it's dubbed okay um <laughs> yeah they got a bunch of italians in oh uh, yeah uh, hey it's a sorcerer's <laughs> stone <laughs> the, the, if, if anyone listens to this they know there is it very rarely do we do a whole episode without someone doing a mocking italian accent for something happening. well good they they've had it too good too long i think <laughs> They need it. The Italians. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've always kind of... The reason why I've always resented it and resisted watching any of the things is because it did feel like it was just a way too twee interpretation of English culture somehow. Okay. It, it was almost like it was kind of black-facing us, like uh, a little bit. So, okay, hold, so let's let's deconstruct this a little bit because it's also about a completely fictional existence. Uh-huh. Uh, so you're saying the black-facing of English people oh yeah. is wizards. Yes, okay. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that we're all magical people. People who live in stone circles oh, okay. and have powers. Okay, I can get that a little know? bit. Sort of like a similar thing to how the Lord of the Rings was pushed. And I mean, the Lord of the Rings is does not take place in a real place, but that's what people associate with New Zealand now. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, define twee. <laughs> twee. That's a great. <laughs> it's like a it's like a quixotic version of ah, yes, examples. Yes, yes. Quixotic. I love it. I think tweeness is a kind of. Um, Cutesy poo, mythical. Mm. That's what I would call tweeners. Like a unicorn. Yeah, yes. it's like a, a Lisa Frank cockneyed 
Ah, big thing. Sure. Cockneyed is like, like a, a, a chimney sweep. Chimney sweep. Excellent. That's, that's adorable. Good example. Um, so it's like a very cartoony example of an impression, I guess, is what I would call like a tweet, like a childish cartoonish example. Okay, yeah, I got it. Um, it's it's a fun game. Talk a little bit, explain some of the words <laughs> to Casey. <laughs> Casey will like uh, to be taking an SAT. <laughs> <laughs> what is an S? <laughs> yeah, boy. Come on, I did well in my SATs. So what? Uh, um, so this is what. Because Harry Potter's very much, he is my age, and you're only a couple years older than uh-huh, me. Yeah. So this is very much our, we're all within three or four years of each other. You mean the actor Daniel Radcliffe? No, I mean the actual character, Harry oh, Potter. See. Is he aging in the series? He ages in the series, and everyone is a different year in his school. Oh, that's great. And, yeah, they're pretty good. Maybe check him out. <laughs> Maybe I will. Um, I would say, this is uh, usually something we talk about later, maybe after this. I would say... There is no, and people are not going to like this, there's no reason for you to read the books. Okay, good. Just oh, watch yeah. the movies. All right. This thing happened, and I talk about this on this podcast a lot. This thing happened with the Harry Potter movies where they casted kids who looked like them, and then they got lucky, and they all ended up being gorgeous and good at acting. Uh-huh. You see the actors age even more than the characters, right? Wow. Because it doesn't take a year to shoot and put out a movie. These things are coming out like every three or four years. I have a fun fact for you. Um the uh, when they were casting the movies, they went across the entire nation. I still lived in the UK at the time, and they went across the entire nation to find the right people. Wow! And of course, the one of them's ginger. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. One of them has red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a kid who was in my brother's year in school, he was down to the last three. Wow! So for like a month, he was king of the school year. Oh yeah. shit! Because yeah. I mean, the books I imagine, especially in the UK, were like everyone. This book is in everyone's bag. It's Especially, what are they, 14? Yeah. Or like some age like that, like 11 to 14. This ev- is the world. Everyone was like, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. He's so good. He's going to get it. And then he didn't get it. <laughs> and then he just had to come <laughs> back see. to school one day <laughs> yeah. and just walk in and put his stuff Damn. down and immediately get bullied because he's redhead. <laughs> exactly. Again. What did he? What is he doing now? Is he dead? Um, no. Uh, he. Uh, what does dead mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it, not makey breath warm. Uh, he he is... Um, <laughs> wait, wait, was that? That was dead. That, I mean, he's dead. Oh, I, I assumed um, that. I thought that was his name. <laughs> yes, he's a Malay- Malaysian name. You were he's about Malaysian. Uh, he uh, he became a tailor and uh, oh, wow. and like worked on Savile Row, like the fancy suit making district. Hell yeah! And that's what he does now. He's terribly he's handsome. It's very irritating. Tailor, that's great. Yeah, I mean this. Uh, Rupert Grint is the redhead. In, Rupert. In, 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 yeah. In the Harry Potter movies, which seems almost like a fake name. I know. I was like Rupert because I thought that in my head. I was like, that can't be his real name. I must have made that Rupert up. Rupert Grint is a better <laughs> name than. His what character's the, name, yeah, which is which is uh, we'll get we'll uh, let's we just get to the script. I've seen him talking. in nothing else. Is he just Mark Hamilling this life? Like, yeah, well, he's doing nothing well, else. It's so distinct. Mark Hamilling is a good good example. That's it's so distinct. Daniel Radcliffe can take his glasses off and cut his hair. Ah, Rupert Grint doesn't wear glasses. Has all different types of hair in the movies, mm. and it's bright and red. Right. I met someone who thought I was at a party telling someone I'm a comedian and dog walker, and they're like, "Oh, that's great! Daniel Radcliffe is also a dog walker." And I'm like, "I don't think that's true." And they're like, "Yeah, I saw a picture." I'm like, "I think that's from a movie." And they they're like, "No, no, it's real." They looked out. They're like, "Yeah, it's from a movie." What? <laughs> I'm like, why would you think Daniel Radcliffe? Why would he possibly is a dog walker? Be he was in a franchise <laughs> that made ten billion dollars. I could not convince this woman until she looked it up herself. It was uh, I think he might be. Needing money. Mm. Also, not even just the French. He, if he gets a billionth of a percent of everything that has to do with Harry Potter, aside, it, 
never even think about it again. Yeah. He, he'll be get walked by a dog. Yeah. That's like my whole week of dog walks. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's let's get into Tom Cowell never seeing Harry Potter. So this is a script you wrote based on uh, you're evoking what you know about Harry Potter. Yes. And we'll go ahead and let you cast the scene, and generally our author will read the stage directions. Wonderful. Um, uh, I would like Casey to be Harry. Mm-hmm. I would like Kyle to be Hermione. Great. I would also like Casey to be Ginger. Okay. the name of a character. Uh, and shall I cast it all or just uh, um, or are, are there, going? Is there anything a big spoiler? No. Okay, then yeah, we just cast it all. Um, and you can also read any parts if you want. I just okay. don't want to give you too much of work. Uh, I want um, Kyle to be Dumbledore. This is a dream. Casey to be one thing. I'm going to write this down. I'm uh, Harry, Ginger, and one thing. And... Kyle can be... That sounds like a Bumble profile. Kyle Harry, can be, Ginger, one thing. <laughs> Kyle can be Mr. Barnes. Mr. Barnes. And uh, Casey, I would like you to be Voldemort. Okay. Mm. Can I, I say I like Voldemort. Uh, there's one casting you didn't get that What's should that? be Casey, and that is Hagrid? Yes, that too. Okay. Uh, that That is accurate. That's good casting. Great. Harry Potter. Exterior. Typical London elementary school playground. Hundreds of elementary school students are on their lunch break. The children stab each other, smoke crack cocaine, and draw penises on their teachers. In the the center of the chaos, three nerdy kids huddle together in fear. Harry Potter, Hermione Cheekbones, and Ginger McGingerwan. I'm so glad it's the last day in this terrible place. Yes, so so good our parents have wealth and will send us to a private school. Ginger speaks in a strong Scottish <laughs> accent. Uh, wookie, wookie, woo, I'm the ginger one. <laughs> uh, yep, that's your whole personality. Mine is I have a scar on my forehead. Uh, cut two. Hogwarts Wizard <laughs> Academy. Imagine if Buckingham Palace was also a medieval <laughs> times. This school is old as fuck, but also covered in campy lights with a bunch of fake-ass turrets next to the very real turrets. <laughs> Basically, the turrets don't match, but it works. It looks like the kind of institution that has a paedophile scandal every year, promises to do better in future, mm. but then accidentally <laughs> hires a bunch more paedophiles. Way more than before, even. Our three young stars arrive outside with their luggage. They stand in front of a sign. Hogwarts Wizard Academy and Intellectual Property Farm. (laughs) This looks like the place. I hope I'm not the only girl in this school that will make me the smurfette of this. I hope everyone has heard of the Bechdel test. I'm a three-dimensional female character. I also have a scarf. Oh, gee, this school looks like Maury is in that scene in the moonlight. I'm Scottish. This is um, the most accurate Scottish accent I've ever heard. I just wanted to let you know. This is truly, truly uncanny. That's Juilliard training, my friend. Well, you should do 23 and me. I bet you're Scots. Let's go inside and, I presume, receive a conventional education. Interior. Hogwarts Main Auditorium. Hundreds of students sit and whisper in their seats. Approaching the podium is Dumbledore, an ancient professor wearing a long white beard, a blue bathrobe, and a Washington wizard's hat. (laughs) What up, fam? Welcome to Hogwarts. It's a regular school, except... That was good timing with the music. (laughs) Record scratch sound. We teach you magic! 
Who wants to shoot lasers from tiny wooden sticks? Yay! 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 Let me introduce you to your the faculty. Meet your Latin teacher, Hagrid. Hagrid steps on stage. He is a morbidly obese man wrapped in a giant velvet snuggie. Also, he has a beard. Everyone has a beard. It's a super beardy vibe in here. He wears an Orlando magic hat. Hello, everyone. I'm a non-threatening large man. I will teach you Latin. I don't know why, because any time spent learning Latin is time not spent learning how to use magic, which is infinitely cooler, more useful in today's economy. Seriously, why are we teaching magic to kids? Why don't we teach the special forces magic and let them use it to defeat the Taliban? If magic is real, <laughs> none of this makes sense. <laughs> Hagrid wanders away, confused. <laughs> Dumbledore continues speaking. Now let me introduce you. I kind of make him into like an NBA announcer <laughs> a little bit. Now let me introduce you to the guy who only says one thing. His name is One Thing. He says the amount of money this franchise has earned in worldwide revenue... And nothing else. One thing steps on stage. Twenty-five billion two hundred and sixty million three hundred and fourteen thousand and twelve dollars and four cents. One thing leaves. Thank you, one thing. Now I'd like to introduce our Quidditch instructor, Mr. Barnes. Mr. Barnes is dressed in a red Adidas jumpsuit and carries a whistle. <laughs> Thank you, kids. I'll be teaching you a sport called Quidditch. Where we use magic to fly around on broomsticks and play an airborne game of some kind. Let me reiterate. This school teaches you how to fly. Why are we walking anywhere? Why are we not sharing this technique with the world? At the very least, we could make a fortune in some kind of human drone company. Amazon would probably buy us, but no, we use it for sky lacrosse. Hermione lifts her hand up and begins speaking. I intend to kneel during all Quidditch games. <laughs> cool, it's 2001 and that doesn't mean anything yet. <laughs> Time to introduce our final teacher, our mathematics whiz, Mr. Voldemort. Voldemort takes the stage. His head looks like a macadamia nut fucked a gecko. Oh, <laughs> That's pretty good. Everything he wears... <laughs> Suggests he is a villain. His All Lives Matter lapel pin, <laughs> his I Heart John Mayer t-shirt, his sketches shape-ups, his who-farted belt buckle, and his Tampa Bay lightning hat. Hello, children. I am your teacher. I am also a classically trained English actor. My voice is a clipped Shakespearean tone. There's no way I'm the bad guy. Also, there's no way that I am Harry's dad or uncle or brother or something. Well, at least it's not him. Guess I'll keep looking for my family. Oh, by the way, I have no family. That's my whole deal. Okay, but you're our family. Whiskey, nil, killed, strain, spotting. One day I will be a UN ambassador. <laughs> Jinx, Megora, you're we should. That's a non sequitur. <coughs> uh, nothing much is making sense in this film so far. Indeed. Thank goodness there are 15 more of them. What a beautiful Wonderfully film. read. Beautiful. Wonderfully read. Great. How about that? <sighs> well, that's a thing. Bet so, that's your night up to three offensive British accents. Didn't yeah, you? very good. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't know. But you didn't know my range of offensive went so horizontal and vertical. <laughs> I had an idea. Yeah, you figured. Well, what a I, pleasure. Great, great job, Ryan. I think that. it was great. Oh, Thank you. You nailed so a lot of the character names. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the one thing guy's actual name? 
Wait, why? It I don't is know what Ron that... Weasley. Oh. No, the guy who says one thing only. That I, who is, is not that? a person. He's a guy who only says like one word over and over again. He can only say one thing. You're thinking of Hodor from Game of Thrones? You're thinking of Hodor <laughs> from Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> you dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. Oh, I haven't oh. seen that either. You get all British stuff mixed up. You think it's all the same. That's yeah. fucked up, bro. Oh, my Lord. Like, <laughs> what is he possibly talking about with one thing? I know I know what that what was. What could that possibly Oops. be? I, and it is Hodor. I never even watched Game of Thrones, and I knew who you were talking about. Um, Dumb <laughs> I am a so dumb funny. fudge. So, I, we didn't quite get too far into why you never got into it. So, okay, so on the episode that came out right before this, uh, was with, I'm assuming, was we recorded it yesterday with Corinne Fisher. She'd never seen Titanic. Wow. And Titanic is very much also like, especially if you're um, like our age. That was like a movie kids saw, especially, and I don't want to like paint too broad, but like every girl I knew loved that movie at yeah. that time, right? And she said she purposefully didn't see it because everyone was so into it. All the cool kids were so into it, and she wasn't a cool kid and like avoided it. And then she just kept never. And she, then she kept talking about how that's like how she lives her entire life was like avoiding things that people should. Why is that why you didn't see this? I didn't see it probably because of like yeah, just contrarian resentfulness of like sure. if everyone's super into it. Well then, fuck have it. you ever come around on something else like that and been like, oh, that's my, this has been my fault, Kanye West. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Huge. Did a complete 180 on Kanye West. And you jumped on right on time. What, Absolutely. the last six months? That right when he starts to... <laughs> making sense. <laughs> <laughs> I just had never listened to what he tweets before. <laughs> I think we talked about that with Kanye West before, or something where I sent you like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or yeah. something like that. I was like, That's this is beautiful. a good place to start. All of a sudden, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm, I'm buying the hats, he suggests. And uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think also because it was a book for kids. And I was like, I'm not a kid. I wanted to be all big and grown up. So I was like, well, I'm going to go read Dostoevsky instead of Harry Potter or whatever. Right. So, you know, as kids do. Right. Uh, so that's probably why. I don't why. know if at that age I could have read the name Dostoevsky. It's still hard to pronounce. Right. I would have just sort of looked at him and been like, well, how did they spell his name wrong? <laughs> yeah, it's confusing stuff. You're a smart guy, Tom. Oh, so, well, so I appreciate that. Okay, so I see that sometimes where it's, you, if you're five seconds late to it, and it's the coolest thing ever. There's, you'd rather just not play catch up. And also, you know, when you see something, a uh, cultural product, and Say your something. your yeah. first impression is this is dumb. Like, yeah. And then the dumbness starts to bake in in the sun and calcify and get sticky and hard. And yeah. then all of a sudden a movie comes along and they say, this is a whole franchise. You can get on this train and we're going to love this for, for decades of our lives. And then you just, as long as you don't set foot on that train once when it's leaving the station, you can stay ignorant. Mm -hmm. okay. And I just, I, I just took that decision. It was stupid. It. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's still time. I guess I could go back and watch them all. I think they're all on HBO Go or something yeah, like that. Yeah, really? They're all streaming somewhere. They're good. You will... Uh, here's how... The first one is the worst one. Okay. Uh, because the kids are terrible at acting. Mm. Ah. They did They did do a very good job of surrounding them with, like, the UK's finest theatrical <laughs> right. actors. Rickman. Yeah. Uh, that guy. Was it Richard Harris who was in the first one? I uh, See, I know I know this film really yeah, well. You know, um, Robbie Coltrane yeah. was Hagrid. Yeah, I know the yeah. So great. So, so they, they they surrounded them with all these yeah yeah uh, all these uh, Ralph Fiennes. Yes, is, is, I believe is it's Rafe. Rafe yes, Fiennes is who you know. They had two people play Dumbledore because Richard Harris uh, passed away. He died. Um, 
Mm. Wasn't he the first Dumbledore? Wait, he's dead? He, yeah, he's dead. God, I've got to Skype some people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you immediately try and Skype Richard Harris, and you're like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. Well, I should, who else? I run a Richard Harris fan Tumblr. Uh, you think like, I would know he was dead? Even, like, Gary Oldman comes into it, and, and it starts becoming, like, it... Gary Oldman's in it? Yeah. Whoa. Dead, That's the thing about right? Gary Oldman is uh, is you don't know it's him most of the time and stuff. Really? Yeah. He enters this like he does the Dark Knight. He's a police chief that takes a helmet off, and you thought, he, no, he doesn't. Do it. <laughs> 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 um, he plays a vampire who's also in Leon. Everyone. So so they surround these kids with these incredible, incredible supporting actors that are able to carry the performances, and then the kids all become good at it. And then by the end, it's like a very emotional thing wow who played the owl was that daniel craig uh uh no i believe it was warwick davis <laughs> okay oh yeah he'll fit in anything. no he isn't but he is in the harry potter franchise he as is? a teacher yeah of course he is oh, okay what does he play is it like a like what kind of is Just some professor like a side like, like a, kind of troll makeup type stuff because he's little yeah i think so okay cool. warwick davis what else is he? oh he's uh he's willow yes, yes. he's willow. Uh, yes willow yes beautiful um so uh, you know it's worth in- investing the time in and i would just say the first one is but it's also like it you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. You I heard watch. they're making a lot of Dostoevsky movies, though, so I'll probably get on those first. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. always wanted to have, uh, read a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's be It'll be in Latin with Russian subtitles and yep. no other options. Yep. Like, if you didn't understand the Latin, at least here's some shapes you can't <laughs> read. But really cute kids. So, Casey, you've also never seen any of the Harry never Potter movies. Never seen it, Daddy. Have you? You've never read any of the Harry Potter books? Nor other books. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> but you for you for being an uh you're one of you could be you're one of the more informed uninformed harry potter people in the world because of a job you had yes yeah, my first job and we moved to the beautiful new york city the big breezy they call it yeah, they it do. was they, call, <laughs> they named it after a large floridian cocktail uh-huh i worked at the harry potter exhibit at the um the there's a museum in Times Square, mm-hmm. and at first I was just working the um, tickets and stuff like that, and then they had an audition for the guy to run the sorting hat, and I went up and did it, and they said, you're the man. The so. sorting hat. So you the were the sorting hat. hat. Yeah, What's this, the sorting hat? So before, this is what I gathered from uh, Fake My Way Through. This <laughs> is the weirdest <laughs> never seen it of all. This is Casey hasn't seen a specific scene that he was in. Yeah, so I had no <laughs> idea. So you hold the hat over, there's this hat that talks. And it, like you hold it over the kids' heads, and it tells them which magical house they're going to go yep. to. There's four so, houses, oh, so that's I how the kids are divided up. Uh, yeah. But the, the houses are separate but equal, and mm-hmm. the uh, it's in the UK, so you can say that. And <laughs> um, then they, yeah, the kids are divided up based the hat like reads a little bit of who they are, and then divides them into what their houses yeah. are. So I had was, a it, was there ever like a brown versus board of Hogwarts like to? <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> you touched bad. on it a little bit in. And I want to talk a little bit more about that job because mm-hmm. that's so funny to me. But you touched on it a little bit in the script. Why aren't we fighting the Taliban? Right. right. With this the magic has been that a that thing that has come up with J.K. J.K. Rowling really? does this very weird thing where she responds to tweets. So what do they call it? Canon? The Harry Potter canon is the universe that exists and the rules that exist in that universe. Yeah. Uh, she made it. But it has to still live in the rules that exist. People will tweet stuff at her like, why isn't what happens to Hagrid after this? And she'll answer. And so the Harry Potter canon has been expanded mm. via her tweets. And just so, and then there's these, the other series of movies, the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which is a screenplay she wrote based on a book in the Harry Potter universe, like a textbook. Oh, wow. And it's pretty good, and it's an interesting world, and it takes place in New York in like the uh, early 20th century. The big breezy. Now, do the fans love this? Or People do they, have mixed feelings about it. Is it like George Lucas? Like, it's you a, know, it, 
You know, I'm all for she has created this thing and it is hers and she's allowed to do whatever she wants with it. Uh And yeah, we all, we are all a part of it, uh, you know, as far as like fans and you consume it and it's a part of you too or whatever. Yeah. But it's not as George Lucas-y as far as, I don't think anyone feels it's as destructive, but Mm. it does feel as supplement, purposelessly, purposelessly supplemental. I've seen people get mad about her tweets because she'll like say stuff about the universe that's like, well, you're kind of ruining something for me. I don't know what they're talking about or what it is. Yeah. But I just follow any kind of controversy. It's just so interesting to think that, so these books were her whole life. Yeah. Especially the first one, right? She like notoriously historically wrote it on napkins at a coffee shop. Wow. But you can get paper. Come on. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like one of these, like Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky on a typewriter in his apartment and refused to sell it if he couldn't star in it, and he had to sell his dog to pay his rent. How much did he get for a dog? I mean, it was in, like two hundred dollars to pay his rent. Two hundred dollars for a dog? Yeah. Jesus. And so he's like, you know, these. <laughs> Every dog I've ever but I'm not sure you you're know. walking thousands of dollars a day. <laughs> we found, we, I'm you should be a rich conv- man. I know this is crazy. I'm gonna start selling them. Uh, I'm not convinced you know uh, how much a single thing costs. No, well, I <laughs> I animals are free. They just run around. You grab them. And you, bring uh, them to, you bring them to the house. Also, I love that you didn't see any of the movies or read the books, despite having a material commercial interest in doing so. Right. So yeah. tell people about the fun times being the Sorting Hat because so I, I, I am. I know it's not as fascinating for you guys to talk about this J.K. Rowling stuff because you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something so interesting about. An author continuing to expand finalized works. I'm super into it. No, I'm but in. I want. But the Sorting Hat thing makes me so happy. The Sorting Hat was fun. I had to do a fake British accent, which I didn't know wasn't great. Um, I had to do. A, I had to do a British accent. I was in Miss Alliance uh, in uh, the, I believe it's George Bernard Shaw in college. Oh, cool. So I had to do a, a British accent there, and I studied so hard to have it, and I still sucked at it. So bad. So you would hold. This I would hold hat this hat over and I had a child. little thing over my back, and it's like the hat would like the thing. The button I press is like, which magical house are you going? to go into it's like then i'd pick a kid from the crowd and i'd say uh uh what's your favorite house and then most of them would be like gryffindor and uh so most of them so i have a thing behind my hat and i hold the head i hold the hat over their head and it's like you are gryffindor and they're all cheer but like if i didn't like the kid uh if they thought they're an asshole i'd be like <laughs> you're a hufflepuff and they're like what no do it again i'm like sorry that's fucking move on it's tough to there is a big way because the kids take it they love the house they love. Yeah, I've ruined birthdays for these kids. And it's so Gryffindor is the house that Harry Potter goes That's into. That's the best one. And Everyone Gryffindor is like that. courage and bravery. And and Hufflepuff is uh, like patience. Yeah, it's boring. And like hard work and research. Yeah, you're a boring And loser. Ravenclaw is like creativity and intelligence and think like English teachers is how I describe Ravenclaw. And, and then Slytherin. Slytherin is like cunning and uh, surprise all of the villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So some kids wanted to be Slytherin. Slyther- but Slytherin is a lot. Slytherin is like the other side of the Gryffindor coin. Yeah. So some kids wanted that. A few wanted Ravenclaw, like the bookish types. Nobody ever asked for Hufflepuff. So that's when, when a kid really pissed me off, I'd put him in Hufflepuff. No one wants to be patient and caring. No, it's that's like the dumb. The oh, Hufflepuff. It, like just, just think about the, sound the words. It, it, it really, it really can tell the the house by the words. Yeah. There are sounds four like a strain F's. of weed. There are four F's in it. Yeah. Give me some Hufflepuff. <laughs> So yeah, now as as uh, I talk to more and more people about Harry Potter, especially comedians and writers and people who do the podcast, there are people who are like, yeah, I'm a Hufflepuff. They're like more willing to like, you know, as you grow older, you come to terms and or not even you just accept maybe you're not 
a giant battle hero. Mm, yeah. But you're someone who would plan a battle or help prevent it or huh. something. Yes, I'm a I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm I'm weak, I'm cowardly. And you can take I'm a fun. test on 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 the big online Harry Potter world and see which house you're in. Oh, wow. Which might be a fun thing for us to do. That would be with fun. With Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, I'm going to see if I can do it. So, I want to let's talk about some stuff JK Rowling has or spoilers a thing that's going to come across your you care no uh, here's here's, care here's the type of thing that'll happen someone tweets at jk rowling my wife said there are no jews at hogwarts i'm a jew <laughs> i'm a jew so i assume <laughs> she said it to only be the to be the only magical one in the family and jk rowling just lists off anthony goldstein ravenclaw she just starts listing off people from the who were jewish oh wow well great um, wow that worked out and 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 so that's kind of people will say these things to her. Uh, people she'll explain meanings behind deaths, and and I and, bet she didn't list any Muslims. No, yeah, it's a, Muslims. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, she did. I mean, it's like because people tweet. It just keeps going, keeps going. Because uh, then the, then people would try to blow her up. Was um, this set in modern time or is this like no? Be- so the the, the before the, time. <sighs> uh, I think it's actually set when it takes place. Okay. Because okay. if you think about, oh, I guess you guys, but but the. Harry Potter lives with a family That's of non-magic yeah. people, and their house is just like a house would have been in 2004 or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Muggles, right? Muggles. Muggles. There we go. See how much you I does knew, permeate? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I, I just I knew that. I knew that much, which uh, is like Gentiles, right? It is. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to brief pull up the Pottermore quiz to see what house you're in, and we're going to take it with Tom here. Uh, Rebecca, if you have to edit this part out. While I pull this up, that's okay. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you very much, Rebecca. You seem very nice, and you're doing a great job. Yeah, also love what you're wearing. It's incredible. Is that, what is that, lavender? Mm, well, that, yes, yeah, it's, it's beguiling the scent. Beguiling. Beguiling. I was talking about the color, but the scent. You, know, you have a powerful scent about you. And also, those shoes, I've seen them not work on other people. They work for you. They work for you. It's very, you must have a very f- nice shaped foot. What do you do with your eyebrows? Because I can't get mine to work. I can't. Mine are flying all over the place. Yours are huge. <laughs> huge. One's tiny, one's huge. Like a couple of moth caterpillars crawling over a man's forehead. Incredible. Right. <laughs> Tom Cowell. Joining... To see which house you're going to be in. This is exciting. What is the month you were born? May. What is the year you were born? 81. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Confirm. I'm old. I'm Andrew you Cullen old. old. Ugh, don't even say uh, that. Do, do you want the email or do you just want me to put a spam email in there? Uh, yeah, go ahead and put my uh, 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 Puerto Rican Care Bear 69 at <laughs> Gmail. Is that why I had to use two 69s? <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, it, that's not a real email address <laughs> if that's important to the bit I just wanted you to know uh, do you want the email though I know what your email is yeah okay just fu- why not you're a good typer really good typer uh, it's just because I spilled uh, root beer on my keyboard and so they sound clickier than they actually are oh nice um, damn it you have to verify your email can you check your phone real quick sure Rebecca, I can't believe I can't get over you. Just your temerity. Your I don't resilience. even know. We have two more games we have to play after this. That uh, we might be going to like one forty-five. Is that all right? That's fine. Okay. I was gonna get lunch with my girlfriend, but she said she doesn't want to. So it's okay. gonna get lunch. Uh, well, I was gonna go to the gym. So I wow. Before. <laughs> well, before I was going when I asked you yesterday. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> It's not coming through. Ah, oh, here it is. Okay. Pottermore. Verify. 
Oh, oh, come on, load it, load it, load it. Wow, this is really bad signal in here. Sorry, Rebecca, verify. You verified? Done. Verified. Let me refresh. All right. Join your Hogwarts house. Tom Cowell has never seen Harry Potter. We will sort him through the sorting ceremony. Tom, answer truthfully. After all, the hat's decision is final. Correct. Tom, question one. Dawn or dusk? Dawn. What a dumb fucking question. <laughs> question two. Tom, a troll has gone berserk in the headmaster's study at Hogwarts. It's about to smash, crush, and tear several irreplaceable items and treasures. In which order... Would you rescue these objects from the Trolls Club if you could? Oh and here, here's your options. I'll tell you the objects. One is a nearly perfected cure for dragon pox. Another is the student records going back 1,000 years. And the third object is a mysterious handwritten book full of strange runes. Uh, well, I have a pretty bad case of dragon pox. Yeah, he does. Uh, okay. so yeah, yeah. Put it list. at Bonnaroo. Uh, weird. <laughs> Went into that tent you shouldn't have gone in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, so it was, it's dragon pox, dragon the pox student, cure, records, student and... records, and the mysterious runes book. Ooh. Let's go. I'm a, I'm a big organizational guy, right. so student records, important. Student records, important. Good source of data. Okay. And then I'll go for... Cure for dragon pox, okay. and then I'll go for the magical runes because I feel like someone else has a copy of the runes somewhere. Okay. Oh my god, that's yeah. complete opposite of what I would Tom, really? which of the following would you most hate people to call you? Ordinary, ignorant, cowardly, selfish. Well, I read my YouTube comments, and <laughs> I've been called all of those things today. So yeah. I would say. Ordinary. Ordinary. I think so too. Casey, I see you taking notes. It's just going to be impossible to go back and retake the I'm quiz. just doing this for me. Okay. Tom, which of the following would you most like to study? Centaurs, goblins, merpeople, ghosts, vampires, werewolves, or trolls? Vampires. I was going to say too. Tom, which nightmare would frighten you most? Standing on top of something very high and realizing suddenly that there are no hand or footholds nor any barrier to stop you falling. An eye at the keyhole of the dark, windowless room in which you are locked. Waking up to find that neither of your friends nor your family have any idea who you are. Being forced to speak in such a silly voice that hardly anyone can understand you. It's kind of close. And everyone <laughs>, laughs at you. Yeah. I would say the first one, you know, the you're about to fall into the yeah. void of nothingness. This does feel like a therapy session. This is great. Tom, if do, you were attending Hogwarts, Tom, if you were attending no. Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? There's a lot. So just kind of keep whichever. Tabby cat? Siamese cat? Ginger cat? Black cat? White cat? Tawny Owl, Screech Owl, Brown Owl, Snowy Owl, Barn Owl, oh my God. a Common Toad, a Natterjack Toad, Ugh. a Dragon Toad, a Harlequin Toad, or a Three-Toed Tree Toad. Ginger Cat. 
Ginger Cat. I picked Ginger Cat too. This hey, is great. Buddy. We're so similar, we might be in the same house. Do you want to room up? Do you want to bunk up? No, I got a guy already. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger Cat. Ginger cats are awesome. Oh, yeah. Next question. Once every century, the Flutterby bush, Flutterby bush, produces flowers that adapt their scent to attract the unwary. If it lured you, it would smell of. So what is the smell that that, that this puts out to attract you? Because this knows what how to attract you. Oh. Uh, uh, so it's like a siren, right? But its song is a smell it knows works on you in particular, Tom. A siren smell. Is the smell a crackling log fire? Ooh. The sea? Fresh parchment or home? What the fuck? I thought it'd be like cinnamon. Or <laughs> <laughs> like folges. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, crackling log I fire. Felt, I felt it was going to be the crackling log fire. Tom, heads or tails? Tails. Tom. Congratulations on being sorted into Slytherin. Bad guy. (laughs) You evil bitch. Well, it makes sense because I have an English accent, so I must be one of the evil villains. Right, but some of the greatest wizards of all time were Slytherins. Yeah, Yeah. bro. Absolutely. But also the worst Mm -hmm. wizard of all time was notoriously the heir to the Slytherin throne. Mm -hmm. But some of the best wizards ever were Slytherins. You did great. We had many of the same Um, But see, Casey, you very well could be a Gryffindor because there's very little difference between a Slytherin and a Gryffindor. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you ever go on to Pottermore and take that quiz, you got your answers I'm going to do it. The the biggest difference is I would have done Dragon Pox first. I don't care about records. And Dusk. You're a big fan of Dusk over Dawn. It's a beautiful time of day. All Mm. right. So uh, uh, I want to... As opposed to the famously ugly Dawn. It's hideous. (laughs) Get, ugh, <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> There's another one I want to play with you, which is called, we're going to move on a little bit from Harry Potter now, uh, and, and we're going to play a game called which, uh, how accurate is this British accent in this movie? Oh, I love this game already. And so I'm going to play a British accent. I'll have to sort of hold... Uh, it's just going to have to be through my computer speaker. And okay. so um, I'm going to play it and hold it up to the microphone. And then, Casey, I want you to tell me if it's it's a good accent, and then we'll see if Tom verifies. All right? You got it. <laughs> uh, the first Tom. one is uh, from the movie Prometheus. <laughs> oh, cool. Prometheus and Bob. Hello, Mr. Wayland. Hello. Can you hear it? I'm Dr. Elizabeth Shaw. Mm-hmm. If that name sounds familiar to you, it's because I've been calling your office every day for the last month. I think your people were hoping I'd give up. I'm, I'm not good at giving up. I'm an archaeologist. Mm. I have doctorates in paleontology, archaeology, human ethology, and metics. Quit bragging. How, okay, Casey, how do you feel about that? That sounds good to me. Good to you. Tom, British accent. It sounds like someone who's not from Britain, who's l- been educated in Britain and is like not British. Oh, okay, but you up. can hear it. You can hear. Yeah. You can hear someone doing it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so we'll remember that one. There's a, there's a few of them, and we'll see which one we think is the highest ranking. Right. Okay. It's Prometheus. This is. Do jo- we rank them out of ten? What do we do? Uh, we'll just pick the top three. Okay. Give. This is Josh Hartnett, or if any of them were great. Oh, Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett oh. in Blow Dry. What, what happened to him? Huh. Beautiful man. I haven't really vetted these. Hello. Yes. So what are you doing staying up at Noah's phone then? Sorry? Mm-hmm. It is Christina, isn't it? 
Jordan. You. How um. How are you? I'm not so bad. Not so bad at all. What about you? Oh my god. Tom is literally cringing. What a stinker. <laughs> oh, shut your mouth, pretty boy. Casey, would you have guessed British? I, I mean, I would have guessed he's trying to be British. That's very hard. Or maybe just mm -hmm. he has like a cleft palate. Or <laughs> 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 um, that's hard. I always want to be on Josh Hardin. I have my fellow Gap Tooth, uh, beautiful man. Uh, yeah. So I want to be on his side. But goddamn, Josh, that was tough. But All right. Next up is Anne Hathaway in one day. Hmm. Tilly, come on, it's time to go home. Callum! Tilly. Ow! Shush. You know, we've never actually met. Actually, we have. Several times. Oh, have we? You gate crashed my birthday party, called me Julie, mm. and spilled red wine down my top. Ouch. Oh. Well, I'm sorry about that. No, not at all. You're delightful. No, was I? No. No, you weren't. Mm. Does this make you more or less upset than the Josh Hartnett one? I mean, it's better than Hartnett, but it's actually it's three people's voices mashed together. It's, it's so she's she's got really yeah. It's, so it sounds like she's three so different it's like people. She's not nailing it, but better at acting. She's nailing it three times too much. She's she's doing too much nailing. It sounds like she's trying to find one specific area of England, and she focused really hard on that, but then she kind of fucked it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's better than Hartnett, though. So not great. So you, we still put in Prometheus number one so far? Yes. I guess, yeah. Okay. Ooh. This is the best one yet. Is he <laughs> this That's is a, my favorite British accent. Sounds like a live feed of Casey's subconscious. <laughs> Likes to walk in the park with Andrew. <laughs> Hello, Andrew. Ah, uh, Mrs. Corey, a story for you. Your daughters were shorter than you, but they grew. Who is that? It's Dick Van Dyke yeah, and Mary Poppins. Like he's barely, ah, barely trying. Yeah. I have an anecdote if we have 30 seconds. We do. I recently found out that the reason why his accent is so terrible in Mary Poppins is he hired as a voice coach an Irish man who lied about being wow, English. That's awesome. So he thought he was learning an English accent, uh, but this guy was just <laughs> taking his money and completely screwing the guy over. And then he had to do this accent with Julie Andrews on set, who yeah. has the most cut glass, perfect English accent, being English, of course, of all time. Yeah. That's so um, that's why his voice was so bad. That's why movie. it's a cartoon. Yes. Okay. Uh, we got two more. This is Keanu Reeves in Dracula. Oh my God, this is so exciting. I want you to take over for his foreign client. That's not him. Rather eccentric Count Dracula. He's buying a property around London. Of course, sir. I'll attend to the Count. Thank you for your confidence. This is a great opportunity for you, Harker. But you'll have to leave for Transylvania immediately. Opportunities such as this come but once in a lifetime. Yes, of course, sir. If I may inquire, what in fact happened to Mr. Renfield in Transylvania? 
I mean, he just sounds like he went to Yale in 1920. Right. Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like anything. Not English at all. It no. It sounds like he's Ted or Bill or whoever he is. Right. But he's like, he's like, Transylvania. Oh, man. And Holy then, shit. So we got time for one more. Uh, we could do V for Vendetta, Robin Hood, or Shia LaBeouf. I would pick Shia. Shia! This is Shia LaBeouf and Nymphomaniac. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Love that man. movie. Yeah, we all watched that for the accidents, yes. didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see that big hog, Shia. Is that how you say accidents? Play the part where they show his dick. Yeah. Come on, show you around. Come on, show you around. Yes? Please? Yes, sir. Oh, look, there you go. Good job. Every time you do a good job, I say good job, Liz. Thank right? you, sir. What's her name? Liz. Good job, Liz. Good job, Liz. Good job, Liz. This is Bobby. Bobby, say hello. This is Joe. Hello. He does a business card. <laughs> oh, he's nestled between Josh Hartner and Hathaway now. No, like, I think he was. I think that was bad. I would say that's second next to Prometheus. So that if you're giving so the Prometheus, that is the uh, that yeah. one seemed all right. That's the gold standard. Like, but that's like, not that's... a British accent. That's a woman. <laughs> that's that's a character who's like foreign. Mm. And and then moved to Britain. Mm. Yeah, but didn't she nail being foreign? She nailed being foreign. Wasn't she good at being a weirdo? Wait, he, the character in the movie? I've I've pre- I like presume. I, presume. I, I, so I the the idea behind and there's a little bit of lore behind all these clips, right? The one for Ooh. Prometheus says many assumed that the character was specific, simply a non-specific European. Yes, that's what oh, it means. Uh, it's Prometheus. It takes place, you know, not really. Borders aren't coming up. Ah, Do you know what I mean? It's in space. Right. You presumed correctly. You know what happens when you presume. Um, but she... You make a present out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is worst? What's the worst one? I would say Hartnett. Hartnett yeah, with a like bullet. Close. Yeah. Hartnett is that the That seemed... One. Fake. That was painful. I mean, I know it is fake, but it seemed like he was trying to do the worst accent possible. He's not. He's not even hot enough to get away with that being as bad as it was. It sounded like he spent twenty minutes with a British speak and spell, and then came <laughs> and then came to set. It's like ET nailed it a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we uh we only got uh a little bit of time here, so we're gonna jump right into our final game. Our final game is a game we play on the podcast a lot called Guess What Movie Trailer Kyle's Dad is... Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Scribe and Haven't Had Only Heard... Uh, watched the movie trailer and... Um, we're really working on the title. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> this is my favorite segment. You know what's though, crazy right? is that we've done this for... A long time, mm-hmm. and I still can't say. Guess what movie caused Dad's Garvey and Heaven had only watched a trailer, never having had heard of the movie. Oh, yeah. How um, about Dad's trailer? Dad's trailer. Nah, because that makes it sound like we're describing where I grew up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go ahead and uh, want to give a big shout-out to everyone who came out to the Boast Rattle Show last night, who's a fan of the podcast, Ooh. and found out that my dad was in the Boast Rattle Show and got very excited about that as well. Um so this is a movie trailer my dad is describing, and we'll play it through if you have a guess. Hold on, and then we will take the guesses at the end, all right? Okay. The airplane is landing. Why does it matter that this is the fourth film of something? She's got her bike helmet, and she's sitting at a bar. Oh, wow. Things have gotten intense. Fighting and fighting. She's fighting everybody. These can't all happen at the same time. Some bright shots, some black and white, sorta. Somewhere everyone is shadows. Someone threw an axe. 
more shadow shots. Everything is blue. She was hoping it would be that easy. Uh, I'm going to say Underworld. It is not Underworld. I am absolutely lost. The bike helmet in the bar yeah. really threw me. Yeah. Plain. It's the fourth Plains. one. That's what I'm thinking. It's the of. fourth one. Why is this? Ah. Is it Resident Evil 4? No. It's the fourth of something, but it is not the fourth of this movie. Oh. Huh? Born on the, the 4th, 4th of, of July? July? No. Mm. <laughs> okay, let me... Let, do we want a little bit more specific hint? Yes, uh, the 4th one. It is film. this director's fourth film. Oh, okay. And they're so, the type of director to put that in the trailer. Yes. Oh, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Kill Bill. It is Kill Bill. I was thinking that, but then I was like, this what? is the fourth Kill Bill. Well done. I, just, I said Quentin Tarantino like that was the name of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I imagine if he gets wind of that, you can call it that. He will. Uh, thank you guys very much for coming on and, and doing the podcast. Tom, thank you for letting us know what Harry Potter is to you. Thank you. Right. Thank you for giving me my house. I've, I'm very honored. Yes. Uh, Slytherin. It's crazy. You evil bastard. And it's also one of the most... Um, and, and Casey, thank you for coming here and, and showing us your wide array of accents. It was an honor, Kaplan. <laughs> Kaplan. Kaplan. Uh, thank you. Kaplan. It is me, Mike. Uh, if you want to <laughs> let everyone know, uh, give them a, a reminder again where they can f uh, follow you and, and your podcast and all that sort of stuff. I'm at Casey J. Slingo on all platforms. Good Dad and the Ugly is my podcast. You can get my album, Wild Country Phoenix, on all platforms, digital or otherwise. Uh, you can find me at Mr. Tom Cowell, at Mr. Tom Cowell on Twitter and most other things. Uh, and please take a listen to A Great Listening Experience with Joe Zuman. I produce it, and I'm his little audio butler, and we have so, so much fun. Please listen. Great. Thank you, guys. And if you want more of the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash it. We have some bonus episodes, and in the next few weeks, we're going to be posting clips from our live show in the New York Comedy Festival. So if you want to see the live show, listen to the live show, those will be up there. And as always, thank you for rating and reviewing the podcast. Uh, we got a wonderful review that came in just the other day that said we are uh, unfunny liberal propaganda. So ah, keep them coming in, everybody. Ah, uh, <laughs> can I do that? Uh, he, I am not a liberal. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so thank you guys very much. Uh, have, a, have a nice day. It's a good show.